We are broadcasting live from Te Matatini Hiringa Waka Hiringa Tangata Kapaka Festival at Eden Park, which you can hear in the background. Uh, where we just had earlier today, we had the defending champions, Ngātū Manako, take the stage. They were looking in fine form. But we also had Matangiro, who are from Wairua, and their tāne had mud uh, on their legs. Obviously, a direct uh, hat tip and just acknowledgement of what their community is facing in Wairua, uh, in the Hawke's Bay. But for those who may not be well-versed in what happens at Te Matatini, how it rolls here, we wanted to give you a little bit of a rundown of, of how it is all working this year. So the competition is split into three pools, which compete over three days. So you've got the Uhu, the Homi, and the K. So those are the names of the pools. The first pool performs in the morning each day, the second after morning tea, and the third in the afternoon. Now, it's the first time they've done this method. The four teams with the highest combined marks from each pool will compete in their Matangiro, the competition finals on Saturday, and be marked on compulsory items to determine the Whakahuwaka, the overall winner. Also, on another note, throughout the festival there are live translations by Haka Translate, and I spoke to one of the translators earlier, David Jones, about it, how you can use it, but also, of course, if you do not speak Māori, uh, the importance of understanding what is being said on the Atamida on the stage. It is live, so it is happening at the same time. Simultaneous translations of the Haka, of the Waiata, of the corridor as it's happening on the stage. And so if you're wanting to understand what the songs are about, what they are singing about in particular, you can tune in via the Te Matatini app, via the website and via 107FM if you're in Auckland and you can listen to it live as it's going out. For non-Māori speakers, but mm-hmm. also for people who have never been to Te Matatini or haven't watched Te Matatini, can you just kind of, I guess, contextualise the importance of understanding what is being said in these pieces? First and foremost, having a translation service or an interpretation of what is being said gives those that may not be Māori or may not have an understanding of the language a sense of what is being portrayed. Because when you think about it, six months or more has gone into these performances and the performers only have three minutes to tell a story. They have three minutes to put out an item to say what they're going to do, whether it's an entry item, a traditional chant or even an action song. And so In those three minutes, they have a message to portray and to put across. You can see it in the way in which they perform. You can feel it in the way that they sing. But it's far better to understand what some of those words are and those language features are and how that actually impacts the performance itself. In terms of your approach logistically and strategically, what are you given prior to to doing the translation for each kapa? We are fortunate that many of the kapa actually provide us with their own interpretations. That is to ensure that the messages that they want told are being told. Uh, We are given the scripts and those groups that do not have uh, English interpretations, we will provide an interpretation. And so we have the scripts in front of us. And given the secrecy of all of the group's performances, there is a high level of confidentiality that we must hold prior to the competitions to ensure that um, the integrity of the performances are maintained. Have you found particularly just up until now in terms of the kapa that we have this new reanga coming through? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's quite noticeable that there's a changing of the guard uh, from the old kaihaka. There's quite a lot of um, kaihaka that we would have expected to see on the stage who are no longer standing, but you can see children of previous kaihaka now taking the stage. They're in their 20s, they're here, they're doing it, they're sharing uh, the culture 
Um, and they're continuing the legacy that their parents have started, if not their grandparents, in some of these kapa. So uh, it's exciting to see. Mm. Many of the performances, you know, there are a lot of issues uh, facing Māori, and this is the place where those issues are shared with the world. Uh, they include issues around dementia. There was a beautiful haka about dementia. Uh, there is though, all of those things that afflict us. Treaty settlements, cross-claims, issues of mana whenua, um, Issues of uh, of pōhara, te pōhara tanga, and I, and, I, and I say that poverty, you know, all of these things that afflict us, these are the things that we bring to the table, that we bring to te matatini, so that our own people can hear it, but also so the government can hear it as well. And it, if you want to know the pulse of the Māori people and you want to know where Māori are at, come to this event and you will hear, not only through the haka, but through these translations, what the big issues of the day are for Māori. And that was David Jones, one of the translators for the Haka Translate, which you can listen to on uh, the TVNZ and the Te Matatini app. And if you're in Auckland on 103 FM, obviously after midday report.